0: Hello everyone, this is Tim Dodd. Welcome to the Believers Faith Challenge podcast. Thankful to give witness to tens of thousands. Yes, and to the millions that believe it. And believes in I believe that God's gonna let me live to pack it until all around the world it's been circulated. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Today, this is the Believers Faith Challenge Podcast where we report on the works of God all over the world as relates to the end-time Word. Today we are continuing playing the audio portion of A True Witness, the testimony of Ed Biskel. And as we hear this testimony, we are also hearing from the founder of the Believer's Faith Challenge Report, on which this podcast is based. In today's episode, we are privileged to hear from Sister Ruth Biskell, the wife of Ed Biskell. As Ed was busy with his ministerial duties, Ruth was collecting a set of testimonies of her own, things that she personally witnessed, both in the William Branham meetings and in the ongoing ministry to the Native Indians. So now we present to you, A True Witness, Episode 9, Sister Ruth Biskell Witnesses the Miraculous.
1: We lived in Victoria and uh, I got a call from my brother saying that my dad had had uh, a massive heart attack. The main artery of, to his heart had ruptured out and he was just hanging on a thread and uh, in those days they had oxygen tents where they put them over you. So my husband called the doctor in Dawson Creek and the doctor said you'd better send her up. So it was about a two hour flight I guess up to Dawson. So I went up and uh, I was only able to stand by his bed for 10 minutes and a day and not not speak to him. He couldn't speak, of course. And I was there for two or three days and then I had to come back because we were now preparing for Brother Branham's meetings. I was very burdened for him. My heart was very heavy. And we went into the Alberni meetings with that on my heart, wanting to speak to Brother Branham and ask him to pray for him but I didn't have a chance because I was playing the piano. And then we came down to Victoria and had the meetings there. And uh, the meetings closed and Brother Ed was speaking to Brother Branham and just uh, saying goodbye to him. And we stood outside the motel and it was evening, late evening. And they were just saying goodbye in a very casual way. And then he just turned and said, oh, By the way, Sister Biskell, your father will be all right. And from then on, he recovered. And uh, I think he was about 64 when he had that attack. And from then on, he had no trouble with his heart. Not one minute. And he lived just a month from 85 and he passed away just from old age, no trouble with his heart whatsoever. And when Brother Brownham said he'll be all right, he was all right. And he, he confessed, he said, I know I'm saved. In Alberni, I was in the meetings there, when Brother Brownham was there, and hearing him call out the native Indian people that I knew and I knew their situations. I don't know if he told about this one uh, brother. His name was Mike. And he was sitting right up, probably the second row from the front. And everybody knew about an older man who was from a little fishing village called Ahouset. He had been an invalid, just laying on a cot for years. And, uh, and Brother Branham said to this Brother Mike, you're praying for this man and he's an invalid and he's in a hospital not far from here in a city called Nanaimo. Well, Brother Ed knew that this brother was from a houseet, So in his mind, he said, no, this brother is not in Nanaimo. He's in a Ahazut. And another brother on the platform said, no, this brother is not in Nanaimo. He's in Alberni in a hospital. And afterwards they found out, yes, he had been moved that very day up to the Indian hospital in Nanaimo. And Brother Branham had said, he's in Nanaimo. Brother Robert Johnson um, took Brother Branham out in his boat. This is in the Alberni area, and it was out on the Alberni Canal. And uh, Brother Johnson and his wife were unable to have children, and they had prayed about having a child. And uh, as they were going along in the boat, uh, suddenly, they thought they had hit a log. What they call a deadhead—it's a floating log just below the surface. Very dangerous to to boats if they hit that. And and uh, Brother Branham said to Brother Johnson, "You thought, you, you thought you hit a deadhead. That was the presence of the Lord, letting you know." that he's going to give you and your wife a child. We lived with the native people at Euclid. We stayed in their house. I wouldn't even want to tell you the conditions of things that we saw, but, you know, that's the way it is. You know, when you you don't want to put your elbows on the table because you know they're going to stick there, you know and little kids running around without diapers or anything else, you know. And there's no plumbing, there's no running water. There's, at, one, at one house we stayed in, there's, they gave us the room with the bed. And up one corner of the room goes a stairway that goes upstairs. And between the steps, it's all open. So they gave us the room with the curtain across the door. So we get into the bed and at every step, there's a little kid looking through the, you know, through the stairs. Yeah. And there was 18 of us in that house. Yeah. So, but I don't know, you look back on it and I love those people. I want to, I like to go back. Yeah. And we saw some wonderful things take place. We saw, we know one woman that at one point, drunk, crawling on her hands and knees along the muddy path to the, to get to her house, you know. And then the next thing we saw her, she's just wonderfully saved and transformed. And you just, you just, Rejoice over those things, yeah. The change that you see in these people. Only God can do it. Drunks, one brother we know, he, he got on the ferry to Victoria and go to, he was drunk when he got on the ferry over to, from point A to point B, drunk when he came back, drunk when he walked to his house on the reserve and his little kid comes up to him and says, Daddy, listen to what I heard today. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. And that man was saved, transformed, right there from that scripture. A wonderful believer. So, yeah, it's good.
0: Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Remember, friends, the bridegroom will not come until the bride has made herself ready. She must be both called and fully dressed by the Word of God. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. You can sign up for our email newsletter at BibleWay.org. Scroll to the bottom of the page where it says Newsletter fill in your name and email address and click sign up in this email report you will receive reports of the works of god in china in africa in south america in india europe all over the world we also publish a full color paper newsletter two times a year complete with photographs reports and testimonies from all over the world the newsletter is free just request it and we would be happy to mail a copy to you. You can contact us by email at info at bible-believers.org That's info at bible-believers.org Or you can write to us at Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington 98231 That's Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. This is Mark Aho. Thank you for being with us today, and be sure to join us for the next Believers Faith Challenge Report podcast.